Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spicer, Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets, overnight we saw bond yields and the US dollar rebounding sharply following some strong US economic data. Uh, and those moves reversed declines during the Asian session. S&P 500 overall, uh, not too much change, uh, down 0.3% on the day. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is unchanged on the day after initially declining in Asia on rumours of a China COVID policy change. Uh, But then the US dollar index did rebound sharply on the US data. The Aussie dollar initially rose to 64.64 before falling to 63.77, and the Kiwi dollar initially rose from uh, rose to 59.03, making a one-month high, before pulling back to 58.25. And the Aussie Kiwi cross that extended yesterday's RBA reaction from 109.70 to 109.26, which is the lowest level for the cross since May of this year. In the interest rate markets, the US two-year Treasury yield bounced off 4.4 to 4.55%, while the 10-year yield bounced off 3.92 to 4.08%. And markets are continuing to price uh, the Fed to hike by 75 basis points at the meeting which just started, uh, and the result will be known in about 12 hours from now. Uh, Australian interest rates uh, sort of mimic those moves. It did, they did rebound uh, in yield following a reaction to the RBA. So we saw yesterday the three-year government bond yield fell a total of 20 basis points following the RBA decision. Uh, the RBA hiked by 25 basis points, whereas market had assigned a decent probability of a 50-point uh, move, uh, which was therefore disappointed. So 20-point move in the three-year, and uh, then we had the uh, US uh, bond yield rebound, which helped Australian uh, three-year yields rebound from 34 to 3.34%. The 10-year yield similarly rebounded off its low following the RBA of 3.69, up to 3.80%. And markets looking ahead to the next RBA meeting in December, uh, they're pricing in a 25-point rate hike. In the commodity markets, spring crude oil rose 4% to $97, copper fell 1.3%, gold rose 1% and iron ore rose 0.7% to $80. Now there was uh, some uh, economic data in the US that markets did take notice of. Um, the main ones would have been the US job openings, that's also called the JOLTS report for the month of September, uh, indicating a still quite tight labour market. And uh, we also had construction spending, not usually a market attention grabber, but it was uh, pretty strong, certainly a lot stronger than the market had expected. And uh, thirdly, we had the ISM Manufacturing Survey, which is the uh, most widely followed of all of the uh, manufacturing surveys in the US. Overall, it was close to expectations, but the components were pretty mixed. Employment and production um, notably strong, uh, but there were declines in other areas, and interestingly, a fairly sharp decline in prices paid, so a mixed bag from the ISM survey. Uh, Looking ahead to today and what's out that could be a market moving Uh, In Australia, there is second-tier data for markets to watch, all related to um, housing, house house finance approvals, etc. The highlight, though, probably down under, will be the New Zealand uh, labour market uh, data for the third quarter. Uh, We're expecting a fairly strong um, 
set of indications for the labour market with uh, employment uh, bouncing by 0.6% for the quarter and the unemployment rate edging back down to a record low of 3.2%. And elsewhere um, in the US, of course, that'll be the global highlight. We'll have the results overnight from the Fed's two-day meeting. A 75 basis point hike is uh, almost universally expected. Uh, more important will be the nuances, uh, particularly in uh, Fed Chair Powell's press conference in terms of um, any guidance as to whether they slow down the pace of rate hikes uh, or they don't. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. We're back again same time tomorrow morning.